The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub, featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon which my husband taught from his series on heavenly authority. The current sermon focuses on the numbering of Israel and Judah, which David decrees in 2 Samuel chapter 24. When we left off, Pastor was reading how Joab and the captains of the army took this census after having warned the king against doing it. But David's word prevailed. Just one note before we return to the message. We had previously read in 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 5, that when Joab gives the number of the people to David, that all Israel had 1,100,000 men who drew the sword, and Judah had 470,000 men who drew the sword. This will be important as Pastor continues the sermon. Now let's rejoin Pastor Greg in 2 Samuel chapter 24. The danger of absolute power in a human being, and all humans are sinful, even David, the dangers are seen here. That no matter what's told to him, he can say, do it, and it has to be done. And then you read in verse 5, and they crossed over the Jordan and camped in Aroah, on the right side of the town, which is in the midst of the ravine of Gad, and toward Jazia. So they cross over the Jordan to the Transjordan, and they numbered the tribes on the Transjordan side. Then they came to Gilead, in the land of Tehatim Hachi, and they came to Dan. Now they go all the way up on the Transjordan side, and they come around to Dan. Jay and around to Sidon, they go up into Sidon in the north. And they came to the stronghold of Tyre, and to all the cities of the Hivites and the Canaanites. And they went south. They went out to south Judah as far as Beersheba. They went out to south Judah as far as Beersheba. So they come all the way north to Tyre and Sidon on the left side, the west side of the Jordan now. And they come all the way down and number the people throughout Israel going all the way down to southern Judah and Beersheba. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and 20 days. So it takes almost 10 months to number the people. Then Joab gave the sum of the number of the people to the king. And there were in Israel 800,000 valiant men who drew the sword. And the men of Judah were 500,000 men. And someone might notice right away there's a difference in the numbers from First Chronicles. There are possible explanations for this. One is the incompleteness of the census possibly reflected in the way the two figures are recorded. There are different stages. For example, the 500,000 mentioned in Judah could be simply a rounding by hundreds of 470,000. Samuel could be given us a rounded by 100,000. Or, as some scholars believe, it could include the already known number of the Benjamites. Remember, we read they did not take a census of the Benjamites. So the writer of 2 Samuel could be including, for information purposes, the 30,000 of Benjamin in with the 470,000 to give you the 500,000. Some scholars note that in 1 Chronicles chapter, 1 Chronicles chapter 27, 
there's a listing of approximately 300,000 of Israel's regular military divisions. And you can look that in 1 Chronicles chapter 27. Uh, that would come in and out month by month, each division having a month, uh, each division having about 24,000 men for almost 300,000 men. And those scholars believe the 800,000 in 2 Samuel would then be the number of men above the regular divisions of 300,000. So 800 and 300,000 give you 1,100,000. There are other scholars that note the expression valiant men uh, in 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 9, or mighty men which is not in 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 5. If this is correct, then the 800,000 are the battle-seasoned troops, battle-seasoned troops, while in 1 Chronicles 21 it includes another 300,000 of military-aged men over the age of 20, uh, reserved, so to speak, that are not battle-hardened, battled troops, valiant men. You couldn't call them valiant men. They're over 20 years old, and they would be included in the census, and in that case, then David, who's probably very concerned with how many valiant, battle-hardened men are there in Israel, would have had Joab divide the numbers up. How many really have had battle training? How many are just over the age of 20? And so you have Second Samuel recording the ones that are valiant men who can draw the sword over 20, and First uh, Chronicles recording all the men that are over 20. Whatever, you notice there's no mention ever given of the prescribed offering in Exodus chapter 30, verses 11 to 16. And the numbers are always given as two groups, Israel and Judah, Israel and Judah. David is identifying Israel's power and Judah's power without the memorial, remember it's a memorial, to the need of God's power and his atonement. David is identifying Israel's power without a consideration that when we do so, when we count what we have, then there is an obligation to God's work. Without a consideration for the ministry of the Lord, he's doing this thing. He's not saying, now let's see what we have and let's see how much then the people are obligated to give to God's work. No, he's doing it to see how much power he has. And so the penalty in Exodus is a plague. He's doing it without consideration of the obligation to the ministry of the Lord, to God's work. Consider young, upcoming, successful businessmen. How these young fellows will often get together and brag about their salaries, right? And they'll brag about how many perks they have, who has the biggest expense account, who gets the best company car, who's making the most money. They're counting, right? They're reckoning. It's a badge of power. It's a sign of security. It's a sign of success. Just like to David, those troops in Judah were a sign of security and success. Do those young businessmen brag and count their wages to say, God has given me this so that I can do his will, that I can help his work go forward and give tithes to his work so I can bring up my Christian family the right way He's given me this wealth, and I thank him for it. Or do they say, look what my hands, what my intelligence have made me. Consider the nations taking 
a census of their people, measuring by economic indicators the value of their nation's economy, accumulating their defenses and their military. Do they say, all this is to have a land of peace where God's ways permeate our society. This is to defend God's people so God's word and his gospel can go forth. This security, this prosperity is to bring his salvation message to the uttermost parts of the world. Or do they say, look, we are secure. We are powerful. We are prosperous. We need nothing but ourselves and have no obligation but to our own pleasures. The last scripture I'll read you is in Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18 and verse 7 and 8. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure, if you want to count, if you want to reckon, well, God has an accounting. God has a day of reckoning, a day of accounting. In this, the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. And that's a scripture that is a comment on the punishment that will be due whatever nation in the future is considered Babylon the Great. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your scriptures. We thank you for the warning in your scriptures. Father, that when we become so focused on ourselves and our abilities and our power, and we forget you and your promises, when we count and we add and accumulate for our own success and purposes without any care or concern for your ways, we are in danger, Lord, of being handed over to Satan. We are in danger of the delusion, the deceit. Father, we pray that we would be not such a people, but that when we count, when we use the wonder of mathematics, when we compute, that we would do so to your glory, to bring glory to your name, to use that which you give us to bring glory to your name, to desire to have godly families, godly communities, to see your way, your word flow across the world like waters over the ocean, Lord God, that your way would spread. Father, use us in a mighty way. We believe your promises for increase, 30, 60, and 100 fold, that we might be farmers to sow, Lord God. And Father, help us to always be driven by your word and your spirit to do that which is right and to trust you, Lord, to do the rest. Let us not focus on numbers or church attendance. For Lord, this is but a ministry in your service for you to do that which you desire with. Help us, Father, to keep our priorities aright and to not fall into the trap that all humans fall into, even David, your servant, the man after your own heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
I hope you have enjoyed delving into the riches of God's Word and will join us next time as Pastor Greg continues the Heavenly Authority series. You can write to us at our post office box in Branford, Connecticut. That's Shear Jashub, S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. And if the Lord puts it on your heart, please consider sending a donation to help continue this program on your station. All donations should be made out to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in Madison, Connecticut, in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. If you would like to join us for Bible study, worship, communion, and prayer, take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is the yellow brick and white building adjacent to the green, across from the James Madison Memorial. May our Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him. And please remember to join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.